My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 154, and we're talking all about how you can easily get SEO-driven verbiage for your website. And as always, this information is exclusive to the home industry. So if I've got people listening who are not in the home industry, and I know I've got a subsection of you guys, you can still take away bits and pieces of this that will be helpful and somewhat applicable to you. But this is going to be really targeted for the designers, stagers, organizers, workroom owners, and window treatment storefronts, basically, who are listening to this podcast. So let's just get into it. If you guys have ever struggled with what to say on your website, you know that it can be a really stressful situation. And if you've ever worried about your SEO, you might be like, oh man, like, am I supposed to hire someone for this? That sounds like it will be expensive. What am I supposed to do? The majority of designers, stagers, organizers, etc., that I speak with would say, yes, this is my struggle. Copywriting can be really difficult, especially when you're trying to write something about your own business or worse, or more difficult rather, about yourself. Why is it so hard for us to write about ourselves? I don't know. Even I struggle with that a little bit when I'm having to update my about page, or I'm trying to put together my own email newsletter, I have to really stop for a second, get out of my own head and out of my own way and be like, okay, this is not about me. It's about my ideal client. But copywriting aside, what about the SEO aspect of this? And for those of you who need a reminder, SEO simply stands for search engine optimization. It would be optimizing your website using different elements, including words in the situation that help your website show up toward the top of search results instead of buried somewhere on page five. But SEO really is a mystery for a lot of people in the home industry. And as an entrepreneur, your job isn't to know all the things. You don't have to know all about SEO. You don't have to know all about copywriting, but you do need to know where to find the answers, the assistance, the guidance your business needs in order to have good SEO and good on-brand copywriting. So in this particular situation, you might want to hire a copywriter or an SEO specialist, or you might want to dig deep and try to find someone who does both. But if you don't have a long time to wait, if you don't have a ton of capital to invest in this, or if you're just like, oh, I need to get my site launched and out there, or I need to do this revamp, but it can't take months, then this episode of The Kate Show is for you because today I'm sharing the copywriting prompts that we use to create beautiful SEO-sharpened, sales-driven websites. And when we create custom websites, we do handle all the SEO and the copywriting, but we also work a few different ways. So when someone purchases one of our Socialite website templates, they actually get access to all these verbiage prompts in addition to the beautifully designed website template itself. And as a special gift for all of you guys listening, I'm actually giving away these prompts in a really nice, succinct, simple template at the end of this episode. You know I love a good template, and a lot of you do as well. And this template is easy to use. I mean, basically, if you have the ability to write an email to one of your clients, you have the ability to use this template. So I want you to listen to this episode, download the template, and stop worrying about your website copy and about your SEO because we have way too much on our minds as business owners as it is. So let's just try to um, handle this and move on because 
SEO is important, but just like anything in marketing, it's not the end all be all. And we have to make sure that we give everything its proper place and its proper level of prioritization. So today let's prioritize your SEO and your website copy so that we all can move on, right? Okay, before I get into all the details, I do have a couple different things to share with you guys. As you've probably heard already, if you are interested in getting a client workflow going that really is automated and really is true to maybe the consultancy services that you're offering or the e-design services you're offering, I highly suggest you check out HoneyBook. So HoneyBook reached out to me by the time you're hearing this, it'll have been like, I don't know, maybe six weeks ago. And they were like, hey, we have this special offer for your listeners. We'd love if you would talk about it. And I think HoneyBook is cool. I really do. Uh, I think it's very pretty. It's easy to use. They also have a highly functional app. And if you guys go to HoneyBook.com and enter promo code socialite, you'll actually get 50% off your entire first year. And HoneyBook is not even that expensive to begin with, so it really is kind of a good deal. I want to make sure that you guys know about it. It's not going to be a good fit for everyone. Some of you will already have this functionality covered with MyDoma or Ivy or Design Files, but I know that no singular platform can serve everyone really well, and that's why I want you guys to know about the options. So head over to HoneyBook.com and use code SOCIALITE to get 50% off your first month. All right, guys, one more thing, and this is something super fun. I want to give a shout out to Renee Rucci. She is one of the podcast listeners. She has been a member of Socialite Vault for quite a while now, and I just want to share with you what she wrote on Instagram. Here's what she said. Kate made me think outside the box about who I am and how to best represent my business model. Through her gifted writing and experience, and thank you, Renee, by the way, <laughs> with Creative Home Pros, she was able to capture exactly the message I want to convey. Becoming a member of Socialite Vault has been life-changing. I highly recommend becoming a member, whether you're new to the business like me, stepping up your business for the next chapter in your life. And I should, let me clarify there, I, I tripped over my words. Renee has been in the biz for a long time. She is so highly experienced. And what she's saying here is that Vault is going to be a good fit whether you're just getting started or, like her, you're stepping up your business for the next chapter in your life. <laughs> so, <laughs> tripping over my words a little bit there, but Renee, thank you very much for writing that, especially sharing that on your own Instagram. That really means a lot to me. All right, guys, now let's get into today's episode all about how to easily get SEO driven verbiage for your website. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you guys deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. If you're dreaming of selling product through your website or through your social media platforms, but you just don't want to be bogged down by ordering and shipping and loads of inventory, you need Side Door. 
When Side Door entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. Side Door lets you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes. And with their seamless platform, you can create product collections with ease. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of, I don't know, your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients love would make for a great Side Door collection. You curate the look, Side Door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for recurring income. Or if you really just want to keep things simple, you can use Side Door to buy products yourself at designer pricing without needing to have an account with various vendors or meet any of their required minimums. It's about power to the designer, people. If you're ready to truly scale your home industry business, go to OnSideDoor.com and apply to join. Now, let's get to today's episode. All right, guys, I'm really excited to share my copywriting SEO template with you because templates mean you don't have to do all the work. A lot of it is already done for you. And really, it just takes a lot of the thinking and the guesswork out of it so that you can go over to your website, whether it's new or you're just trying to revamp it, and you can put in the right words and know that you can move forward confidently. Now, the stuff I'm going to share in this episode, they're really just bits and pieces taken from that template, so you can certainly download that template. If you want to get it while I'm talking, head over to katethesocialite.com and then just look under the freebie section, or you can go to the show notes, so that would be thekateshowpodcast.com, episode 154. You can also find the freebie there. All right, so whether you love to write or you just can't stand the thought of it, one thing most of us are pretty good at is answering questions. And this is exactly why templates or prompts work so well. Rather than copying and pasting pre-written boilerplate words that hundreds of other people will use on their own websites, which, by the way, damages everyone's SEO as a result, you can keep your website copywriting on brand and true to you, plus you can hone in on your ideal client and your geographic area in the process. It's such a good, such an important thing. So let's just start with the homepage. The headline of your homepage should not talk about you, nor should the opening paragraph. It actually should all be talking about your ideal client. So in the headline, you need to be addressing your ideal client specifically. And in a subheading or a subheadline, you need to list the geographic areas you serve by city and state or city and province. So it could be Manhattan, New York, Trenton, New Jersey, Los Angeles, California, wherever you are. Make sure you put that in there because Google does pick that up and it needs to be one of the first things that you say after you've addressed your ideal client. And by the way, let me back up for a second. When you need to address your ideal client, you need to do it in a way that is either making a statement or asking a question. So it could be something like interior design for stay-at-home moms. It could be something about, if you're a professional organizer, you could say something like, are you ready to be done with the clutter once and for all? Because that speaks to someone who, number one, needs to get organized, and number two, wants to get organized. And you could make it even more specific than that, but then also, like I said, following up with your geographic area is really going to help Google, in particular, pinpoint who, what, and where so they send you the right leads. The home page of your website is the most crucial page of all because it determines whether the correct potential clients will be attracted to you. So once your business 
gets traffic from Google or from social media, if your website is not sucking them in, then your website is not serving you well. Because that website homepage will determine whether or not they will contact you or get your freebie or or book a call with you. And that's why the main headline and main paragraph of your website should be so attuned to your ideal client that you can speak exactly the way they would. And you have to use the opening paragraph of your homepage in order to accomplish this, in which you are describing your ideal client and you are addressing their pain points. So this just means whoever your ideal client is needs to be described there. If you are working with the busy professional who has no time to sort and declutter and organize their home, talk about the issues they might be experiencing. Like their walk-in closet is such a mess, they feel like they have nothing to wear, they can't find their other shoe, they're just frustrated and they feel like such a rock star at work, but when they come home, they feel like a disheveled mess because their home is so cluttered. So you can just take whatever pain points they have and shine the spotlight on them because number one, shows them how much you understand them, and number two, can help really set the stage for you sweeping in and saving the day as the perfect solution to their pain points. Now, further down on the homepage, you need to have more text. You can't just leave it at that that singular paragraph. So you could have two more paragraphs, each with their own headline. In that next paragraph, you could share how you make your client's spaces picture perfect or perfectly organized or whatever that might be. And this is a great place where you can finally start talking a little bit about yourself. So you could share your passion behind why you do what you do. Why do you love running your business? Why do you love serving your clients? You can use that paragraph to describe what your mission is or your why. And why are you so passionate about the services you offer? There are a lot of different services a professional organizer or an interior designer could be offering, but why do you offer your specific services? Maybe you have a family history of doing that line of work, or maybe you have some sort of personal reason or experience. Share it, because that creates emotional connection with your potential client. The second little paragraph, which I guess would be the third paragraph of your entire homepage, is for sharing how your clients feel after working with you. Now, if it's easier for you, tell the story of a recent client project that went really well. Focus on how the client felt before and after working with you and be specific about which problems you solved for them. Now, if you haven't served any clients yet, you could certainly phrase it as, my services are tailored to this type of person and they focus on alleviating the stress my clients face around this problem. See, it's kind of like fill in the blank. And you can then explain how your upcoming clients will feel after working with you. That is the home page. I'm not going to go into the other elements that you need, such as call to actions, image placement, image SEO, because I am trying to stay focused just on the copywriting. So let's move on to the about page. And I know that a lot of people have anxiety when it comes to writing their bio. I do think that the framework I have in my copywriting template is going to help reduce your stress quite a bit because Again, it's taking the guesswork out of it. Now, your about page should include a mission statement or company history, especially if you are not the original owner of your business. Your bio should include the type of client that you love to serve, and it should list the various experiences or the qualities that you possess that make you the ideal professional to serve them. 
the goal of your bio is to be relatable and real and welcoming, and that means you need to avoid speaking about yourself in the third person and definitely avoid saying that you are the quote-unquote only one who does this or that because if you're not the only one, it'll just make you look uninformed, and then that's a really awkward conversation, so just don't go there. But if you are the member of an association or if you've won awards for your work, you can totally mention those things toward the end of your bio. Don't lead with those things. Potential clients care more about whether they can connect with you on a personal level rather than how many acronyms or letters you have after your name or how many awards you've won. So to really give you the bird's eye view of what your bio or your about page should look like, here it is. It's about six steps. You need to greet people. So hello, I'm Kate. Or hi, I'm Kate the Socialite, or like whatever you call yourself. Number two, describe your specialty. And that would be who you serve or what specific service you're really promoting. So your flagship offering. Number three, share why you specialize in this and include any relevant experience or education you have around it. Number four, list the various pain points you solve for your clients. Number five, you need to start wrapping up your bio with any experience education, certification, association membership, or past careers that you haven't already mentioned in the bio. And then number six, fully wrap up your bio with how you hope to serve your future clients. The bio and about page section of the template contains fill-in-the-blank areas, which will make you feel a lot better about this, by the way. I don't want to overcomplicate it by any means. This is really just a nice six-step process to writing your about page. And you can use that in print marketing, in email marketing. You could turn it into a social media caption or multiple social media captions. There are so many things you can do with this if you write a bio that serves you and your business well. All right, so let's move on to writing the verbiage on your process page or your how we work page. A lot of people in the home industry have these pages on their site because it's just good to provide people with a roadmap of how they can work with you, what they should expect, and it also shows that you are a very professional person, that you have a process in place, and that you aren't just making it up as you go every time you get a new client. So the process I'm about to outline for you might not match what you do in your business, but you should still be covering these particular bases. And ironically, there are four bases in this process. So the first one would be contact. How do new clients get in touch with you? And what happens during your initial discovery call? Will it be via phone, video, in person? You need to give people those details because unless you tell them, they won't know. Number two, consult. After they have the discovery call, do you go straight into a consult? Do you book that consult during the discovery call? Do you charge for consults? How are those consults conducted and what is the duration? Are they one hour, two hours? What happens during that consult and how will your new client benefit from booking one with you? Number three, the plan. How does the implementation of your services look and feel to the client? How are timelines addressed? How are budgets handled? Do you address hiccups that might arise during the project and do you require contracts? And if so, at what point in the process do those need to be signed? When do deposits need to be made? Things like that. Step number four is the reveal. This is where you get to describe the end result of working with you. 
You get to describe how it makes the client feel. And then you can also share what steps you take to wrap up the entire project and ensure your client remains happy. This is very simple, and you could keep it to a four-step process. You could flush it out to an eight- or a 12-step process. I will say, however, the more steps you add, the more you make it look like working with you is complicated, and you don't want that. So if you need to just give a general overview and keep it at like four to six steps, that's my personal recommendation. A business coach might tell you otherwise, or maybe your particular business just has a more fleshed out process. That's okay. But remember, you don't need to tell everyone every detail. You just need to give them a general overview. All right, let's move on to talking about your services page. Because the verbiage on your services page is going to be just a little bit of work for you, depending on how many services you offer. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I'm a big proponent of having only about three services, with one of them being your primary or your flagship service. Some people refer to this as your signature service. And it's such a good idea because if you have all these different services, they're actually just competing with each other and they're doubling, if not tripling, the amount of marketing you need to do. Because each time you add a different service, they kind of need their own sales funnel, which means they need their own freebies and their own email marketing. And it can just get to be very cumbersome. What I recommend is having those three services and then properly describing them on your services page. So your services page should contain a concise description of each service that you offer. Each service should include a corresponding image and a description that follows the same format. And from a visual standpoint, if you can make the description of each service package about the same number of words, that's just going to provide a lot of visual balance. Now, if you have your flagship service and then your two smaller or two or three smaller services, it's okay if you have to use more words to describe the signature service. Totally fine. But you need to make sure you have just that one signature flagship service and not try to make everything a signature service because that's overwhelming to whomever is looking at your services page anyway. Now, another thing I need to say on this point is do not make your website visitors click through button after button to just read about your services. Sometimes I'll see designers do this in particular. Well, they'll have a services page up and then they'll say, to learn more about full service interior design, click here. And then it takes the reader to a page just about full service interior design. And it will do the same for paint consults, for floor plan consults, for like every single thing. It makes sense to do this for your signature service. It does not make sense to do this for every service that you offer because you're actually just going to burn out people who are visiting your site and they're going to leave. The more you make someone click around, the less likely they are to do it. And that's just the way website traffic works. So I'm going to give you now a little breakdown of what you should be including in your service descriptions whether they are really fleshed out signature services or very basic descriptions for your lesser services. As you begin writing the descriptions for your services or revamping your current descriptions, you need to cover about five different segments, and I'm going to read them off to you. Number one, who will benefit the most from this service, whichever one you're writing about. Number two, how do they feel before using your service? What are their pain points, in other words? And how will they feel after you serve them in this way? 
then list all features of the service. The features would be like step number three, and that's honestly really great if done in a bulleted list or a numbered list so that people who are just skimming your services page can quickly see how they're going to benefit from that particular service. The fourth section is time frame, consult duration, things like that. So how long does this service last? whether it's hours, weeks, months, whatever. And then the last step would be including a flat fee pricing structure or a quote unquote starting at pricing. So starting at would really be great for deterring bargain hunters because they know you will not touch a bathroom renovation for less than $20,000 or something like that. This is a really great thing to do if you're tired of having people contact you only to totally drop off the face of the earth once they realize there's no way they can afford your rates. You do not want to be wasting your time or their time if they're just not a good fit for you. So having a flat fee pricing structure or a starting at price listed on your website is a great way to do that. Now, the template that I have for you, again, has a lot of fill-in-the-blank sections that are going to help you structure everything that you're writing on your site, including these service descriptions. You need to make sure that you're adding calls to action in the right places, and that's something else that the template also covers. The template honestly even covers the questions you should include on your contact page, like on the form that people fill out. Obviously, you don't have to take all of this advice as gold. <laughs> Maybe it's not going to be a good fit for some of you, but if you're able to implement at least part of it, it's going to help put the right keywords in the right places on your site, and it's going to give you a lot of peace of mind knowing that you're representing your brand well and that your website can actually start working for you more than it was before. So if you are ready to get this free template, you can head over to katesocialite.com and then look under the freebies section. And while you're there, take a look at the other freebies that I have too, because I am here to serve you guys to the very best of my ability and in the way that you guys need it most. So without further ado, I'm going to let you guys get on to that template, start using it. If you have questions about it, you can certainly reach out to me. You can go to, again, katethesocialite.com. You can head over to socialitevault.com if you want to use the chat feature, because Yes, when you use that chat feature, you are talking directly with me. I do not have someone from my team manning that or womaning that. <laughs> it is actually me, and I love talking to all of you. So until next week, keep your marketing simple, keep your message clear, and that includes the verbiage on your website, by the way, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.